0: Welcome to a very special episode of All Talk FC (laughs) with your boys, (laughs) Mark, Chris and Danny. We talk uh, all things football this week. We go in the news talking about the New England squad. We're starting a new section called All Talk All Sports. Regular segments and uh, anything else we can talk about. Let's go. So, a lot, of, uh, a lot of football action this week. Champions League stuff, Premier League stuff. England um, squad stuff. England squad stuff. Um, where do you want to start? Should we go with some uh, Mourinho talk again? I don't know. Have we bored everyone enough to death? Uh,
1: to be fair, the may United Newcastle game was great. I think mean, we watched it together as well. Yeah, um, we did.
0: Probably game of the weekend, I'd say, in terms of entertainment. I don't know. Arsenal-Fulham has to challenge that, surely, if you're, a, if you're an Arsenal fan. Yeah, but I watched that game, and
1: to be fair, actually, I think, I was thinking about it, I think it's the first time I watched Arsenal live this season, which I think is pretty bad, but yeah. I, they were good, don't get me wrong, and actually, second half, they were good. As bad as Fulham were in the second half, Arsenal were very good. First half was much more even, but in terms of, like, entertainment value, other than the last 10-15 minutes when they scored all the goals, I think the Man United newcastle game just had a bit more about it.
2: I think that would have been the one that got the neutrals in, so what, very night again. Yeah, being 2-0 down
0: at half t- uh, after like 15 minutes, yeah. was it? Yeah. Well, it was you, funny because me, me and um, me and Mark was driving up to yours, then, and so he was sort of midway through the first half and at that point he was 2-0 down. And we are obviously just talking about how bad it is at, at Manu and Mourinho and and the board and trying to figure out what the problems are. But it's interesting how maybe a turnaround kind of peeps out of that conversation a bit, because I'm sure leading up to that point, you'd have been on Twitter, would have been on everything, every social platform talking about, we need to get rid, we need to get rid. I actually think he'd have gone. I think
1: if we'd lost that two, three, four, nah, he'd have gone, he'd, he'd have gone.
0: Yeah? Yeah. I wow. think he'd still be gone before Christmas. Well, all right, like, let's talk about this for a bit. I think we should put a timer on. Give ourselves, what, f- five minutes, five right. minutes max, yeah? Keep yeah. an eye on it, Dan. Because me and Mark had a lot of conversation about who's to blame here. Now, he has a real problem with you and a lot of others saying this is down to Mourinho. Mourinho needs to go. I say that they need to be more um, onus on the owners. Mark absolutely disagrees with that idea. Um, and I, I'm not quite sure where you particularly stand on it, Mark. Used to be the players. I thought you just said to me. Where, what, no, no, no. Mar- there's well, no, no. Because is. I know where I stand in terms of the owners and the chairman group. You, you, you tend to be more Mourinho. No, I'm, I'm Are you the players? Are you just just not I, yeah, point I'm, in blank? Yeah, I'm
2: players, Mourinho, and a a bit. Uh, well, not. I wouldn't say the owners. There is some leadership issues, but for me, the owners over the last few years have they've put their money where their mouth is. Like you can't look at Man United and say.
1: That the money they've spent is reflective of where they are. We I, I don't think people are complaining about the bo- so I'm I'm with you on the board the whole board and the whole management thing, Chris. But I don't think people are complaining that they haven't spent the money or supported the team. It's how it's been run. It's how I mean, we talked about this. We had a rant about it. I think you actually cut it out, Chris. One of our podcasts because we were running for about an hour. Yeah. But we were talking <laughs> about Ed Woodward and just the whole the whole process of how they do transfers, the whole. The whole thing is being run by non-football people. That, and that's the That's the problem.
0: Can I just say something to that real quick? So remember, your, remember your point. But a Man City uh, documentary for me, and I'm sure they probably overstuffed, but that kind of made me think they had so many different executives and so many different names. And I was wondering, are any of them real footballing people making these footballing decisions? Is that the case just with Man City? Do you reckon that's the case with... Any football club or any big football club, because I'm sure there's a lot of um, executives that are making these decisions. It, it depends. Aren't.
1: There, there uh, are some. There's examples like the um, uh, the LA group was it? Who was it that that used to own Liverpool? When the, the Americans? No idea. Um, no. Yeah, whoever whoever it was that owned Liverpool just before. And I had a similar mess, and the fans went in uproar, and it went on for years. And they were the ones that also owned some American sports, and they, they just ran it like a business, didn't really know football. They brought in a chief exec that they liked, didn't know English football, and they really struggled. They struggled with a lot of their um, transfers, they spent over the odds for a lot of players, but the, the um, Andy Carroll stuff, all, all that kind of stuff just happened, and they really struggled. And I think that's what a lot of my United fans have got a problem with, is that not necessarily the owners don't want it to work or aren't bothered. It's not like a Mike Ashley type of thing. I just genuinely think they need a they need some sort of sporting director or someone that just knows what they're doing. Because Ed Woodward is not a David Gill. He doesn't seem to know what's going on. He's not a football background. And when you bring in someone like Mourinho, I think you have to either say, right, we're going to give you 100% control. I think they did that. And now they've they've obviously okay. thought, we can't do that anymore because look how much money you've spent. You've not got us anywhere. And now they're, they're kind of in this limbo. So that's why I have a problem with both because Mourinho... Hasn't probably done as well as he should have, and the board, the board in general, and the leadership just doesn't seem right for May United since David Gill left.
0: My uh, my point is like, and I, I I know from my, you know I, I watch a lot of the NFL stuff and American sports. The Glazers, uh, in terms, of, they own an NFL franchise. I think it's the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, but they are known yes. as they are known as bad owners. There are certain teams that have bad owners. I think over the over what maybe the five or six years that they've been around or that Man United have been struggling, you can blame this person, that person, the executive board. But in any business, outside in or outside of football, it always starts at the top. Especially if it's a culture issue, they set the standards, they dictate how the clubs go. Ultimately, in my opinion, if 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 their things going wrong, you have to work your way up to the to the to the owners of that own it. Mark was saying that. It can't be the owners because they put enough money in it. They, and then they what? They, they right, just give right, it to right, the right. executives essentially. I say, well, no, that's... If you own something, you're going to have a say regardless whether you're football footballing person or not. If you own something, you're not just going to say, all right, here's £250 who's £300 million, pounds, you do with it what you want. No, they're going to have a say in it and they have a say in everything that goes on in that club at the end of the day. They're the ones that are responsible and they're the ones that should be called out more than probably, say, Mourinho because at this point, I feel like this... this a lot of this sort of bad... Bad energy that's going on in Man United just led up um, before M- uh, Mourinho, and it's carried on through Mourinho's period there.
1: Yeah, I mean there was there was problems with Van Gaal's period. Like there was problems with Moyes. There was problems through all of that, and I think since it, it's really difficult. Like Fergie left, he was there for twenty five years. It was like a it, it was never going to be as rosy because there was well, always going to be a massive change. That's the Gary Neville point. Is it, this all stems
2: from sacking Moyes? That that's when they tore up their plan
0: and never made a new one so yeah
1: they gave him a long contract noise didn't they five and they backed the out of it yeah
0: but uh, but hold on hold on mm. one, one minute because we're going to go over that five minutes quickly wrap up something well I haven't really said anything yet. Right. no no uh, I was, was going to say but, what? Yeah. I don't <laughs> yeah. know what you're yeah, so, so
1: what is it you don't think it's the you don't think it's the ownership? you don't think it's Mourinho it's no, just I, the players I, aren't good enough or they're not trying no I blame it all I think someone at the club
2: I don't know who leaked a story on Friday that Mourinho would be sacked yeah that's definitely pretty much confirmed it was from within the club, so I think the players are not trying. I I, I actually said to Chris, I'm I didn't I w- didn't want Mourinho before he came, but I would actually probably be more proud of United if they just came out and said, we're back in Mourinho for the contract we've given him, and if there are twelve players who he doesn't get on with, we will get rid of all twelve and replace them twelve this is the structure we're going with just to become another merry-go-round sack your manager every time it just plays into player power they never had that under ferguson like he would always have power always have control and i think that's probably why ferguson's opinions not taken into account enough at man united because he probably would say back the manager if the players playing up get rid of the player
1: there's, there's then a question though, of which manager do you back, and is Mourinho the right whoever manager
2: to back? You, whoever you got in at the time. So if they if they got rid of Mourinho and brought in a Zidane or a Poch, I'd be like, okay, now once you got them in, you back them. Like yeah. I, I I I was one of the few that would have said just keep on. Moyes I'm,
0: I'm, I'm always like that I don't I don't like managers get if there's a little bit of sort of trouble then they're like oh let's just jump ship and pay them off and whatever I don't it's I've a never liked that. Go, like that if, yeah. if you
2: look at the history because of why there are football managers yeah. they were brought in because the clubs used to have fans and they were like okay we need a face to get all the brunt of the fans that's how managers started in football clubs they they were there just basically to take pressure off off like the owners, the higher ups. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, oh, okay, we'll set the manager and everything will be all right. And unfortunately, most fans buy into that. They
0: they'll think, oh, Mourinho will go, we'll get someone in, and it'll be rosy for the next five years. Yes, but I think that kind of plays into my idea that managers are there, kind of the scapegoat. I think fans, um, kind of because they're the face of the franchise, they are looked at the people that run everything. When in fact, no, there's a lot of people that are above them that actually have more control more influence than, than managers outside of what's actually on the football pitch Tottenham are a really good example of this because on the face of it I, I don't
1: even if it was Harry Kane I don't think there's any player I think we're in that scrapping to- that one minute by the way so just oh, bear with me I, I don't think if, if um, even any player in the Tottenham team even Harry Kane were to go and act like Pogba has or Sanchez has and come out and. The- I can't see Tottenham not backing Pochettino because of what Pochettino's doing, because they believe in him, because he's young, because he's playing football, because of his, his experience, because of what he's done. They just believe in him. But you're right, the management is coming from Daniel Levy. Like, Daniel Levy is the man. He has the say on whatever happens there. And that, you can see, is already annoying Poch this season. But that that's very different to someone like Mourinho because the style of football isn't what they necessarily want or because he's been grumpy. We said it before the season. Everyone's excited about their teams before the season and we're there like what a bloody grey cloud this man's bringing on us in pre-season because he's just complaining all the time. Mm. That's just not what they want. So how can you back that person if that's how he's going to be? I don't think you can. But so they, the... they did by giving him a contract like three
2: months before the season started. Who, Mourinho? They should have... If they had just said he's got two years left, well, like, he's going to see out his contract. Fair enough. That sticks to the plan. But when you renew it and give him even longer and then a couple of months later say, oh, no
0: we've got to consider changing them. But I always That's think those things are more for the optics because it's not like... Yeah. It's not it's like a contract it, these days. So it's you like, know, that. they'll just pay them off. There's no, It's not like there's a salary cap on managers. They can just pay them for the next five years and bring another manager. It makes yeah. no difference. Yeah. They just do it just to maybe boost morale and all of this other... Yeah, coin.
1: and you've got... There, there are other things happening. Like, it happens with Juventus, happens with Man United, it happens with any of the clubs that are publicly listed. You have to remember... They are the reason they're some of the richest in the world is because they're listed on the stock market as investors and shareholders. Yeah. And when anything comes out good or bad, it affects how much money the owners make. So they're always thinking about the, the image of the club. They're always thinking about how are people seeing us, are people confident or not confident about where we're going? And if, if there's all this uproar and everyone thinks that United are struggling, Mourinho's not gonna do it, they're sat there thinking, Well, if we make a change, that could be like everyone's gonna see that as a positive and so there is that that's also a bit different to like an Arsenal or a Tottenham or any other club really like that but, which I don't agree with it's a problem but once you start making made football a business then you know the amount of money in it people
0: will start running it like a business Do you have anything else? No
1: no I, I
0: just would stick yeah. to my point of like, I stick, think I'd of I of like to yeah.
2: To I would like Man
0: United to come out and back Mourinho Well I think there's I think there's just in this, in this situation to be honest there's so much blame to go around you can start blaming the mm. cafeteria ladies so <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, anything about the game, real quick. Anything you want to mention about that? Sanchez can half play football now. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he can head it, apparently. Yeah. What was? It? Well, I was going to say as well, Sanchez, but uh, Mata. I mean, I think he came on and sort of changed the the way that the game was going.
2: Yeah, I saw Pogba got a lot of credit. Like, <laughs> yeah. Man of the match. I can't believe. But then I read it's a couple hard, of pitch. articles after and like. The stats suggest he had a much better second half, and he had a good game. But it just That's visually, good. it just didn't tie Well, up with you said what it the at the time,
1: said. we were we were watching it when they said Pogba was man of the match. We were laughing because like, oh, he's clearly just been thrown that question. He doesn't know who to say, so he said the first name. But actually, at the time, Pogba made like a simple pass, and you even said it, Mark. You're like, I think he's just not done anything flashy and just done all the basics. That as you, this is what you'd expect from a midfielder, but because he doesn't actually ever do that. That's enough for his stats to look good yeah. and him to come out as looking like. It's like they spring
2: the the co-commentators not ready for the question. Yeah. yeah. Because they don't wait till the end of the game. They yeah. say it like randomly anytime between eighty-six minutes and ninety
0: plus. Um, did you watch the uh, the big game of the weekend, Man City Liverpool?
1: Uh, so I watched the second half. Missed... Did you fall asleep I... like me? Because no, that I... game was boring. I missed most of the yeah. first half, but it was yeah. Mourinho's fault. Yeah. Yeah. The bus. <laughs> I, got, I got in and uh, I, watched, so I watched the highlights at half-time because like, they were talking about it and bad. I was really surprised because I was annoyed that I was going to miss the first half because I was like, oh, this would be a great game I was really surprised and then, yeah, second half I mean, obviously City should have won it but it, it, I don't know I think it almost felt like they both want, were happy with the draw, I guess
2: I actually thought it was quite an entertaining 0-0 do you think? I'll, yeah, I, you know, I, I it was a very tactical. I game.
0: didn't think the first half was bad at all. Do you know what I thought it was? I thought it was like in a fight where you respect the other person's punching power and you're kind of stepping back a bit and you don't want to make that you don't want to make that charge in there because you think it's going to come back and hit me twice as hard and They're just going to knock me out.
2: Well, I, I, it's the turning point was Milner's injury. Liverpool were on top. That's massive. Really, and then how bad was it? Well, it? It, it typed, uh, I don't know if he's torn a hamstring but oh, the commentators hamstring. say you know,
0: he's played three games in about a week or yeah, so he's, he's what, Is it, it a combination of that yeah.
2: Milner went off Cater came on and Keita's been in hospital two days ago so yeah, Kater, yeah. not it's fit. just not it's just not the same like Keita offers a different element like yeah. it just no, like towards the end Henderson tried to pick up the sort of calmness that Milner brings but I think the Milner injury changed the game like
1: that's
0: interesting and uh, Mahrez One of the most prolific Penalty kick takers In the Premier yeah. League So I was laughing Like four and six Actually he's missed Five and eight Five and I eight Which I think is worse No he, he's missed It he said two He's missed Oh he's missed oh, He scored he's, two and six yes, yeah, so, yeah Yeah he scored two, <laughs> <laughs> That's the same as missing maths, Four and six yeah. Yeah, quick maths
1: <laughs> Uh but then, but Jesus has missed his last three, or, or has got one in three. Well, I was laughing because that's Mark's was classic. Was
0: David Silva still on there? I would have thought he would have been up there to take it. Was he still on the pitch? Yeah, he was. Yeah, he
2: was, well, he yeah was. it seemed like they had no hierarchy. Yeah, but no, what no, they no. were saying, which is right in commentating, whoever picks the ball up, if someone else says to them, "No, I'm having," I it. want it. Yeah,
0: you put, it just adds pressure. <laughs> right. But you know what, um, and the way he kicked it looked like he was kicking a, a goal kick out. Yeah. It Isn't was it? He just it was he just great. went right it was, under He
1: was it. Just smashing it, it, just it straight through did you see it? the GCC.
2: The Liverpool assistant coach telling Alisson where yeah, yeah, he was, was going. Yeah, really? yeah so he, he sort of faced away from the goal and was pointing up saying he's going to go to the top corner up here. And he, and he went that, that way. That's yeah, where he meant, tried to go. Ahead. Yeah. 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 Um, I, do you know,
0: I did want to say something about Liverpool um, regarding the Champions League. Yeah. Um, I know it's only two games in but I am really, really worried that they're not going to get out of their group. I think that the result that Napoli put on them, losing against them, I think they're going to have to go into PSG and probably get a result out of that. See, I don't, I don't know. Think that, uh, We're I, talking I think
1: about Liverpool that just beat PSG, remember?
0: Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, but they're going to have to win that game well, to actually get no, out of no, the group. They're just going, going to I, have to beat Napoli at home. Uh, I'm just, look, I don't, know, I don't know where it is. Maybe it's just, my, it's just a, a bold prediction. But I feel like they're in trouble in terms of the Champions League and I'm not sure they're going to make it out.
2: See, I I don't think so because now they have the worst team in the group and it's the back to back fixture. Yeah,
0: that so will be on, uh, and they'll be on nine points. Yeah, but the reason, you know the it. reason, the reason why it's such, the reason why they need to win that is because of the goal line that the, the score line that PSG put on Red Star. That's six, one. six that, one, that 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 margin is is like is but almost like point. You don't point. have
1: to win the group to get out. You can come seconds.
0: Yeah, I, do, I still I don't think if Napoli, Napoli managed D&D to get through.
1: Didn't
2: beat that. Didn't Napoli draw it? They got a draw. Yeah, yeah. Napoli drew
1: with Red Star. You've just got to beat Red Star twice, and you're basically through the group. So drawing draw Napoli too, draw yeah. Napoli, and you're through. So and Liverpool, know, Liverpool
2: just... beat Red Star twice. They'll be on nine. Napoli are on three. Potentially, yeah. Potentially, Liverpool just need to draw one. Against lose to either PSG or Napoli and draw one. And yeah, and they're through.
1: Three, ten points almost always gets you through. Nah, no, so yeah, I'm sure. But, but I just, yeah, just in the Red is always these. Well, no PSG Just them, note right?
0: it down now. What I've said. That's what I want. Just, I'm just putting yeah. those The one,
1: the one thing I'd say as well about Napoli is that it is recognised as one of the, the hardest places in Europe to go and play mm. and, and get a result. Is Napoli? If you look at their home form and the results they get at home. Almost
0: no one. So then if you Almost look at no PSG and there. Napoli's fixtures, and if they get three points either side on their home and away fixtures as well, that's not good It doesn't them.
1: matter because Napoli already drew with Red Star, they screwed it against the, the Minna in the group. So it's up to Liverpool. If they, beat, if they win Is their two Liverpool games, it's, yeah, it's in I'm their hands. But um, it, I know what you're saying. They're, I think they, they obviously, today, another thing was that they looked tired because they, they've got a very good starting 11 they've got a few injuries, and maybe their squad isn't quite as strong as City. So maybe I think after a Champions League game, if they got a big game, they might they could struggle. But um, I, I don't get is that it. sneakily I don't get...
0: the group of death as well? Looking at the Champions League draw. No.
1: Well, there was three good teams. Like I think Tottenham's group. Tottenham, Tottenham, Inter, and Barca is is yeah. real tough. And you got PSV in that group as well. It's a real tough group. Yeah. Like. like it's not. It's not a thing to call
2: out but Tottenham's obviously in a lot of trouble yeah you want you in want I someone think, that's not going to hit through yeah that could be Tottenham. well
0: I, I guess I'm not mentioning Tottenham because for me I'm kind of putting it done they're done already they're not they're not making that, that group in be mind. my mind yeah, so no, I, think still, I mean they still can because because PSV are good enough
1: that they can get a result against one of the other two they're not just a terrible team like a carabag or you know someone rubbish that's just made up the four PSV yeah. won their league and actually smashing teams this year they could get a result just like Ajax went and got a result by Bayern and PSV destroyed Ajax. So there's good enough in there that they can take points off each other that Spurs have a chance but yeah, if they lose one more they, they're they gone.
0: Is it too early to start paying attention to Chelsea and Arsenal is in the Europa League? Should we just leave it a little bit? Yeah. It seems no, to be getting it's too early. Well, it's, yes, <laughs> it's too, early. It's too early.
1: But I mean, I imagine the two of them are big favourites to win it. Yeah. I haven't seen the odds but I imagine they're up there.
2: Yeah, but what will decide it is how close Chelsea are in the title. Yeah, yeah. So if if once it starts getting interesting if Chelsea are in a title I think they have,
1: have to drop yeah, they have to drop well I'm, I'm
0: sure of you're not doing it off hand but I was just looking at some of the other teams that are in the Europa League and there's not really that many big teams. In the that's, because, that's because the, the,
1: the third League. place in all the Champions League group comes in. You forget that. So Tottenham yeah, yeah, could be in there. soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, <laughs> so soon there's going to be some. Great, yeah, there's going to be some. So big my prediction
2: teams. at the end of the season that Tottenham will get to the final. I meant the Europa League.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, at this rate, they're going to finish
1: bottom of their group. They could very well finish bottom of their group. So. This is a this
0: is a weird question. And. Um, I'm sure that you're going to misinterpret it, Danny, especially you. Go on. Right? And you're not going to understand it, but maybe Mark might get it. <laughs> All right. <But, laughs> yeah, I'm already offended, but go yeah, on. No. But, some water put up there. Yeah. <laughs> Do, does, it, does it seem to you that Fulham is one place out of the relegation zone?
1: You're right, I don't understand your question. Yeah, there no. you go. Does it seem to me that they're one place out of the relegation If down? you didn't look at the table,
0: right... And you just kind of, uh, you know, just looked at it. I know what you're saying. Does it seem no. like they would be? I know what motivated? you're saying. Yeah. Well,
1: it it's probably, sh- when well, you looked at it and
0: thought, how are they only on five points? How have yeah. they only got one
1: win? I because they play good football and they score goals. Mm. The reason is because they've conceded more goals he than was. anyone else in yeah. the league. Yeah, yeah. it's That's strange,
0: why. isn't it? It's like, because I looked at it this week leading up to the Arsenal fixture. And I was like, I can't believe that. I would have thought Burnley would have been lower than them. I would have thought West Ham might have been lower than them. Because um, I don't know why in my mind I've kind of put them and Wolverhampton in similar places, but Wolverhampton are get are just doing better job of of not conceding and getting the results that they need. I feel like you haven't watched anything about Wolves this season. I feel like not you as, as, as much not to what as much you. Not as mu- no, probably, no no that's understandable. Not as much as you, but I don't think uh, there's clearly a gap that I'm missing.
1: Yeah, I mean the the thing is, the difference is I know what it is is because actually Fulham try and attack and they do score goals. They've scored in almost every game and they, they play better football, and you've got Mitrovic, who's getting all the plaudits for scoring all these goals, so you Shirley's, naturally Shirley's,
0: assume... has got the highest uh, shots, isn't it, attempts from midfield as well? time. So you'd you like.
1: naturally assume that they're probably doing quite well. The mm-hmm. reality is they're just letting in so many goals yeah. and they're losing games by 3-2, 4-2, 5-1, that's why.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, so it wasn't that stupid of a question, I guess.
1: Uh, for me, oh. I think
2: I've just... Last week, I think we said the bottom three will probably be the bottom yeah. three. Uh, yeah. I think because in my head there is they're fine. It, I don't know. Huddersfield didn't have a bad week, but in my head I was like, okay, this bottom three are there now. So I haven't really paid attention
1: to the, the f- f- fourth and bottom and tenth. Three. But the, the other Definitely. thing you've got to remember: we're six or seven games into, whether it is into the season, eight games into the season. The difference between top and like. 14th or 15th is six points or seven points. Not like it's there's no huge gaps. No, yet. no, I mean, other than the bottom three, because those three are just letting everyone run away because they're not winning games. Huddersfield have a good week by getting a draw at Burnley. I say you know you're going yeah, down. Yeah. It was more the performance. I think they they had they were
2: I don't know if they were, you'd say the better team, but they were definitely in it, could have won it.
0: I don't know what is going on with Glen Murray, but he's um. He, he only needs yeah. like one or two chances. I think that that is the difference between the Huddersfield and the Brighton, isn't it? Didn't he start last season really well? Yeah. He only yeah. got he got he got uh, fifteen goals in that in all of last season, which is good. About. I mean, that's a decent for for. Wouldn't thirty six or whatever? That's actually a decent. Let me have a look. That's, that's, that's quite a That's yes, no, that's,
1: that's, a that's a that's a Giroud return. Like, Keeps, fifteen keep talking, is is better than Deeney. It's better than any of those kind of strikers. So. Um, no, uh, to be fair, I mean, I, I wrote him off, and I'm really surprised at what he's doing. But, hey, um, they're playing through no, his strengths, and he's taking a lot of penalties. I assume
0: so. he got um 12 goals last season. In That's Arsenal. great. Oh, yeah, oh shut Glenn, up. For yeah. Glen Murray. Oh, Murray? For Glen Murray, yes. For Brighton? In strikers. Yeah, but he got 12 goals in all what of last season. What do you think
2: a bottom half of the table
0: striker scores? Yeah. No. A 20-goal-a-season striker wins the league. No, but... No, that's good That's good for Glenn Murray. That's what I'm saying. But he, he's got 12 goals in all of last season. He's got one, two, three, four, five already in eight games. Yeah. So I'm saying he's just coming out guns blazing. But he's, he's probably
2: be... 12
1: goals. Probably 10
2: came before Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, like... they,
1: they did. Do. He'll claim in a, in a... When they're in form, they're scoring goals. And then he'll, he'll go... You can't say that they score. did. You don't know that off the top of your head.
0: I don't think it up.
1: I, no, I was saying they probably did. But... Twelve goals for a striker in the bottom half of the table is good. good. That's yeah. a good return, and, and when in mid thirties, an incredible return. As that playing as a lone striker as well, and that's it. I, I think he's, he's doing amazingly well. It's
0: unlucky he's so old and would be an England squad. <laughs> <laughs> Off of that, why don't we go in the news and talk about the uh, England squad that uh, Gareth Southgate has announced for the yeah. next, the upcoming fixtures for the. Uh, Nations League, are we calling it? Is that what it's called? The Nations yeah, League, the Nations League and, yeah.
1: and the Friendly as well. Yeah, Marcus Bettinelli, Fulham's keeper. I was gonna that, say, why that is, that is there old, so many keepers that, in this squad? Good old English <laughs> name, Marcus Bettinelli. Uh, is he a good player? <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's made his first call-up, um, which but, is surprising given
0: how many goals Fulham have, have conceded. So, Mark's just put it up. Is that actually the ones that are going to be playing in the next fixtures or the yeah, ones this is Yeah, this is the team that just got out. So, it's not including the ones that are injured? Right, it's not including no, Deli Ali and stuff like that. No, right? no, no, this is the okay. sport. So, you know, there's, there's four... There's, for some reason, B, uh, BBC Sport doesn't think that um, uh, chalaba is very important because he's only got three of the four young uh, start, uh, new starters in the... Um, the Chalabat's not on up. this list, is he? Or is he? Oh, yeah, he is. Yeah, he is, yeah. 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 But James Madison... Uh, my guy, Jaden Sancho, Mason Mount and Nathaniel <laughs> Chalabar. Your guy, Jaden Sancho. Tell us about Jadon Sancho, Chris. Tell what us about it. Well, him. based on the two... What minutes, teams he plays? <laughs> he, he plays for Barissa Dortmund, formerly of Man City. £10 million his transfer was. And what a player. Boys, we've got ourselves a player. He
1: is. I'm really looking forward to seeing him. Actually, really. Liverpool I only really
0: saw before before you guys came. I watched a two minute and fifteen second clip on YouTube. And, like, Just all, all his, all his videos, best all bits. All his best bits, and yeah. them best bits are really good. So he's, now, if he, he doesn't
2: become one of the best players in the world, even if he does become England's greatest top goal scorer ever, he would have
1: let us down. Huge expectation on him. Huge. <laughs> huge. Let's pile it on. pile it on. pile it on there. Yeah, I have to say I was really happy to see Ross Barkley back only because I made a ridiculous decision at the start to predict that Ross Barkley would be back in the England squad and I didn't think of it would be this soon and there he is. Along with Luke Shaw, Mark's prediction. So uh, he had a great game Ross Barkley today, to be fair. So Yeah, right, we need midfielders. I mean, we part- need more midfielders. I guess
0: partly it's because of the uh, a <laughs> lot of the injuries that have sort of come in, but um But what I love about Southgate is that what we all know looking at and some this would never have happened in the past,
1: I think, with other managers like Capella or whoever. We all know looking in, and we watched the World Cup, that the thing England were really missing, they had great camaraderie, great defence, all that, they were really missing some creativity, we didn't create a lot of chances, we were missing people to take the ball in midfield and make chances, the proper number 10s. He's basically brought in like four of them. He's brought in Barkley, Mount, Madison, all can do that job, you've got in Winks who, fair enough, might have made it before anyway, but he is a good person that's going to sit there and keep the ball. Um, and Ch- chalabar I don't know enough about him really but well, he played this similar. season in like, the Carabao Cup one. that but cup you love the cup the best cup in Southgate the world but when Southgate
2: came in he did an interview and he named he name dropped quite a few players in the under 17s under 18s uh, under 21s and basically said that he wants it to work that you go into the under 21s and you're promoted into England that that is a route to get into England oh, perfect why not History has always been, especially, well, ever since I've watched England, the under-21s and their senior squad are not connected at all. Mm. Yeah, but I I think because he was the manager of the under-21s, he understands that. And I think he wants to create a system. I think he wants the the young kids to be like, okay, if I play for England under-19s, that gives me a good chance... That. To play for England,
1: but that's 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 why they built Saint George's Park. That's why Clairefontaine exists in France. That's why Germany and Spain, Spain built their academy as well. Exactly <laughs> the, it's their training academy. It's oh. exactly the exact same thing, which is that they want to build a culture within all the levels. And we went and won the Under Seventeens World Cup. We got to the final of the Under-21s European Cup. We won the Under-something-else World yeah. Cup, the Women's World Cup as well, we got to the final of. So all of a sudden, all of It our... would
0: help the men's team, for sure. Well, no,
1: but the point is, to bring if you bring all of that under one roof, which is what they've done, this is George's Park, it should help the senior team, and I, See, I like I, that. I think I really for years, like they've always tried to
2: create a culture and a way to play. They changed it a lot, depending on whoever won the World Cup that year. They they were like, that's the way to play, yeah, whether yeah, it was yeah. Spain or Germany, Um but it's more that it's actually a route to, to the team, where having a culture is one thing. So in the under-21s and their senior team will play a similar style. But to say to players like Madison, Winks, Mount, if you played for the under-21s, you now suddenly have priority. so that if someone who's 28, 29, a Daniel Sturridge, starts playing, it's like, well, actually, you, you do get priority. You've been through the England
0: ranks. So. I remember when um, Gareth Southgate first got the position of, was it director of youth? football in the FA or whatever it was. Yeah, and after he, the under three Yeah, and he yeah. came out and said that he talked about how we're the only in terms of grassroots and lower levels, it's the only nation that where you got four, five, six year olds playing on eleven side football pitches. Yeah. In all the other nations you've got them playing on five a side pitches and, and obviously he's gone through up and now we're starting to see the fruits of his labour and his ideas and um yeah I mean you're right, like when you think about before probably in the nineties or probably early two thousands you had all these players that were playing in under-15s, under-17s, under-19s. And then, all of a sudden, they're nowhere to be seen in the senior squads and all the other players that are from... They probably be started... Via World Cup. Yeah. yeah. Got, got a brought a to
2: a World Cup at 17, bypassed the youth level, never went back to a World Cup. Yeah. 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 you got um. What this does do for me is it it waters down the need for good results. Like, we're coming off the back of a good World Cup, which helps. But because there is a system in place, and it clearly ideas clearly a focus on youth. If we do lose to Spain, if we do like narrowly lose to Croatia, I I am much more forgiven of it. But oh, when we sure. had Fabio Fabio Capello, and it's like boring football, trying to nick one nil. When you don't win, you're like,
1: well, what, what is the point of this? this? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, like no, I agree with you. I'm, I mean, <clears throat> the the positivity is it's actually incredible. Before the World Cup, when Southgate came out and said all we want to do is connect the fans. Back with the team because they've lost that connection it's amazing how he's managed to achieve it and obviously a good run in the world cup helps but even even so even after a game or two i think that was already there so yeah kudos to him and i love i love the team i love the fact that it's all young i love the fact that all these players like mount and madison i mean you know i love madison i go on about more time um but that's we need some creativity so he goes and goes right we've got some young players that are pretty creative let's bring them in and see if they can hack it it's great
2: it shows that he also watches the Championship.
1: Yeah. Which is a good thing. Well, maybe he we just I, watched I, Mount I against United the other week and thought,
2: yeah. yep, <laughs> he's in. Because well, I do think having a player who's in the top-level Championship team is sometimes probably better than someone who's fighting relegation in the Premier League because yeah. they're only
0: used to losing. Right, we've got a new segment called All Talk All Sports. Um, a lot of us uh, in this room watch a lot of different sports and... Sometimes there's just so much that we want to talk about in terms of these sports, but because we've branded this a football podcast, have we? maybe um, only what, because you put in football as the logo. It's called yeah. All Talk FC for yeah. exactly yeah. that reason. Fairly right. white. Well, so FC maybe, stands for football club. Well, well, yeah, it doesn't have to. Do. Football chat. Yeah. In <laughs> <laughs> uh, F in chat. Yeah. Uh, but now, so now we're going to branch out a little bit, and we're going to start talking about uh, some other sports that we're interested in. Um, I don't know if it'll be as much as the football talk that we do is it gonna be more is it gonna be less we'll just see how it goes but let's see if uh, all you uh, listeners enjoy it so this weekend massive massive weekend for the ufc Uh, We are actually big fans. I know we joke about other sports, but UFC, I'm certainly a big fan. Mark watches it. I'm probably the biggest fan in the room. Danny knows nothing about it. He used to fight, (laughs) but um, we saw him get beat up. He's still bitter about (laughs) not making it to UFC. (laughs) 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 Um, No, but a massive weekend. It was uh, Conor McGregor. For those of you that don't know, um, it was uh, Conor McGregor's return. Conor McGregor is the biggest name in UFC, uh, an Irish fighter. Uh, for he's been out for two years. He took a year off away from fighting to fight uh, Floyd Mayweather in I'd be a.
1: Surprised if anyone
0: listening doesn't know McGregor. Yeah, Mayweather. On. You're right. going to listen to us. Fair if enough. It's... All if right. <laughs> and not know who Mayweather or McGregor. Are. Who, knows, on, who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Right, maybe <laughs> I, maybe I'm rambling too much. Shall we just talk about the fight then? Because it was a, it was his, It was a fight against a, an undefeated fighter called um, Khabib Namagomedov, a Russian Dagestani. Uh, Mark. What is a Dagestani? Uh, Dagestan's a region within Russia. Ah. I think it's something to do with being in the mountains, fighting bears and goats. <laughs> <'Cause> his nickname is <laughs> like, the bear. I thought it was the no, eagle. No, it's the eagle. The eagle. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he fought he a bear. There's that clip of him as a child
1: Don't they call him the bear?
0: So no, he fought a bear. He's the eagle.
1: He's the eagle. Because they were making jokes about how he flew like an eagle into the oh. crowd. Yeah, so, but I'm pretty sure he put something up about...
0: Okay. Spoiler. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Thanks, Danny. Uh, Conor McGregor lost pretty decisively in that fight, actually. Um, yeah. It's probably going to be the biggest UFC in terms of pay-per-view ever. But um, uh, it was an absolute mauling by Khabib. But the most interesting thing is that once the fight was done, Khabib jumped over the the uh, the cage and started attacking one of uh, Conor McGregor's coaches. And then all hell broke loose in the arena. Everyone was going in and out of the cage. Everyone was fighting People got punched in the face. The fans were fighting, and um, yeah, pretty mental stuff. Yeah, it's good TV um, though, doesn't it?
2: But what you got? UFC's kind of crossing the line now. But for years, they they really put the the focus on respect. It was a clean sport. They had taken it from essentially what was street fighting, made it and all like a sport and, and a martial art, yeah. yeah, martial art. And and f- for years. They've they've always had this thing that, because boxing's been riddled with these press conference bust-ups. Oh yeah. Police, so it's so they're like they're trying to be WWE. Yeah, but because the UFC was always pretty much an organization-run business, they they pr- like they were proud of the fact that they were a respect sport. So so this doesn't go down well within of course. the MMA world. and
0: uh... Well, but the thing is, this is the reason why Conor McGregor is so big, because he's basically essentially started what what's referred to as the entertainment era. Yeah. He came in being, you know, boisterous and talking a load of crap, and he was like a crossover star into into the mainstream, which is something that UFC was hoping to do massively. And it's probably partly or oh, big reason why they were sold for $4.2 billion, yeah, you yeah. know. um, Although I would say Chelsea Sonnen probably started that beforehand in terms of his... Oh, Bisbing was the the originator of the trash talk. No, but. no, Chelsanen was before him though. Chelsanen was the original one that started doing that when he started calling out. and Silver because he was fighting for Aiden and he was a big yeah, Bisbing
2: before Silver and Channon. I'm so sure Bisbing's been like enemy number one.
0: People didn't like him, but it wasn't on the scale that like Chelsanen is the only because Bisbing's a trash talker, but the way in which they do it in terms of big showpiece because Chelsanen had all the pay per view. Uh, uh, sort of records before um, conor mcgregor did it so he was the guy that probably started it he did it a bit more corny no swearing and being a bit more like yeah. his biggest one was after a fight he just went anson silver you suck you know whereas probably conor mcgregor is a bit more effing and blinding and, and maybe some people claiming racial slurs to a degree
1: how do you think this changes ufc then if at
0: all I don't think it changes it at all. Does it not not just make it a little bit more
1: mainstream? Because people like me who don't really care about it are even talking about it. And it's on national UFC,
2: as Chris said, were dying to become mainstream. And it feels a bit like they did a deal with the devil to become mainstream. That's Conor McGregor. Yeah, so when Conor McGregor started, his famous quote, I'm not here to take part, I'm here to take
0: over. One of the best lines in sports. I love it. And and then to go go and do it. He's (sighs) dead. Yeah.
2: He did what he wanted and the thing is what, what what got sort of the fans on his side was coming up he would fight anyone on any notice at a wide range of weights like he when he says I don't care who I'm fighting he meant it like he didn't care a lot of opponents dropped out for him
0: but you know why I thought it uh, fans grew to him quite early because he, he did it in, in like a respectful way almost he wasn't necessarily putting people down that badly he was just saying this is my time I'm doing this he was calling these shots knocking, knocking everyone out in devastating fashion and then when he started getting bigger and bigger I, I don't know if it was maybe a little bit After when he won't beat Chad Mended, but that's when he started really getting personal about certain things, and not even being as creative as he was, he was a bit more witty before, and then he just started getting loud and swearing. Is is the
1: question then was yesterday the end of his reign? See, yesterday crossed the line because. But forget what happened after the fight. I mean, but the way they promoted it,
2: like before, Conor McGregor was loud because it was mind games; it was trying to get in his opponent's skin. But this was a general. Hatred that was built between them. So it was, it was actually different. I think the UFC has to take some responsibility of what happened. They they cashed in on.
0: But him. I don't think you. Could, but Khabib was Khabib's the one that's at fault here. Like he he's. Well, He's a different type of guy. He doesn't take this as being promotion. He doesn't take it as this is part of the fight game. He took this real personal. Well, he is. You, he's like. Well, so, he's would, about... so would
1: you if people start calling your family terrorists and saying all well, this... yeah, but he's to... done that with other Gregor fighters, said. and
0: afterwards they fought and and then they maybe shook hands the and all. It's was supposed was to different. finish in the ring. But the and he beat Conor McGregor, so you, you should you should just pick him up, maybe shake his hand, or just leave it we at all, that. We, obviously, we he went remember. after he fought him. He he he, he got even more angry. And then jumped over and started attacking the crowd. No, like. you're right.
1: And he will get... I mean, I know they, they're keeping his what, 2.5 million quid uh, and they might not give it to I don't know. But you're right. In an ideal world, he would go, oh, I've beaten you, so I've done my... T-. It's like when footballers say, do your talking on the pitch? Yeah. He's done his talking in the octagon, but he just lost it. And no, um,
2: but the, what you don't... What you've got to remember is that a few months ago, Conor McGregor and his camp and attacked a bus, which could be... Yeah, I yeah. Can't remember. And the reason and why they is not promotion well I said at the time no. this is all promotion. But well, he got he got it, done by the police, didn't he?
1: he had to do community service and all sorts of McGregor. And the
2: fact that how how long ago was that? Not six months if that? Eight, nine months maybe. Yeah, it was quite long. It's and long the long fact, ago. fact that he's years. back in the octagon where the UFC have clamped down on their fighters for much less than what McGregor's got away with. it's because yeah, it's they want McGregor. He's yeah. a cash cow. But and that's I, don't I, mean, I don't blame him. I don't blame him. I don't blame, but them. this is they why should. no. But this is why they should sh- sh- like have some of the blame. Like they they they're cashing in on this, and Fair
1: enough. there will be a
2: rematch at some point. I uh, hope
0: not. Was but... it
1: actually a good fight?
0: It was good. I liked well, it. I, I don't. To.
2: Yeah, it was good because for us, I'm a McGregor fan. So even just watching him walk in the ring, you get a bit nervous. Yeah, like your heart rate goes up just by him being in the ring. Like it, you, you, it doesn't happen often in sports, but. It happens more in combat sports where someone just walking in the ring gets you buzzed. Yeah. And he is that guy. Like he it could be a rematch and I would still be buzzed. Like even though he lost and lost quite like could be won quite comfortably.
0: Right, so Mark's got a game for us.
2: So it's the round Champions League and all I heard this week, they even mentioned it today in the Liverpool game about because Liverpool had to travel further that um they're more tired so i was like okay like it's quite a mixture of fixtures so what i'm going to do i'm going to name you two fixtures and you have to tell me which fixture did the team travel further i like that
0: okay
1: cool yeah how's the geography chris uh, it's not bad <laughs> i'm more I'm, worried you... about you knowing the teams than the geography to be honest this, so this is part of the game so that's what's the football element I'm, so, uh,
0: you know me i'm pretty well traveled so i'm yeah. gonna be so the where,
2: when I've done the distance, I've basically done the distance in kilometers, which Google said it will take to walk from one stadium to the to the next. Oh wow! So walk. So if <laughs> if Arsenal played Tottenham, I'd put that into Google Maps and whatever kilometers came up as the the shortest oh, right. route to walk. Well, it doesn't matter if you walk, drive, or whatever. But yeah, yeah. walk meant it was I'm the most you. direct route. So okay, who wants to be set A and who wants to be set B? I'll be set. A, because I'm Ali. Okay, set B, because you're batty boy. (laughs) 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 Alright, I (laughs) bring.
0: Go on, Mark. All right, Right.
2: so so we'll start off easy. So for you, Chris, you're set A. The first fixture was Barcelona travelled to Tottenham Hotspur. And then your second fixture is Real Madrid travelled to CSK Moscow. So which team, did Real Madrid travel further to Moscow or did Barcelona travel further to London?
0: Real Madrid to Moscow. Correct. One point to Chris. Bing! I might have a chance at a game for once. I
1: mean, that was an easy question. I started both easy. Mine better (laughs) be easy because that was very easy. So,
2: Danny... Set B, Valencia travelled to Manchester United in that exciting 0-0 game.
1: Very exciting.
2: And Galatasaray travelled to Porto. That's nowhere so, near as
1: easy as Spain to Russia. Um, what was it again, Valencia to Man United or... Galatasaray to Porto. So Turkey to Portugal or Spain to England. It's got to be Galatasaray travelled first. Correct.
0: Oh. I was gonna say that's got to be quite close. At least you the bottom of Spain, isn't
1: it? Yeah,
2: but Turkey. Yeah, Turkey's quite so far, far. Turkey's okay. like a four-five-hour flight. It's closer yeah. to Africa.
0: Isn't
2: it? It's about almost three times the distance. Mm. Hey, Fair enough.
0: okay. Right.
2: okay.
1: So the best game we've ever done.
0: <laughs> yeah. One-one one.
2: ever. <coughs> go on. So I, so the fixtures mean that if you got them all right, it would end four-four. So I have a tie-break question. Let's get to that, that point. point. It's never gonna happen. Yeah. We're already on Next question. <laughs> so next question, Chris. Ajax travelled to Bayern Munich. And let's hope I say this right. FC Victoria Pleasant travelled to Roma.
0: Victoria Pilsen. Pilsen. The problem is I'm not sure... Where they're from or what country? They're there. <laughs> I think this That's is a good game. But, but I've done this in a way that you can talk through your thinking. Yeah. So, but I, I, I mean, I I'm, t- I'm telling you, I don't know. What was the first one again? So, Ajax, Ajax traveling to Bayern Munich. Ix Amsterdam. Uh, to CSK. <laughs> to Bayern Munich. <laughs> to Bayern Munich. CSK Munich. <laughs> to Munich to CSK Munich. Um, I'm gonna go for. Um, Russia's so big, isn't it? I'm gonna go for that. Amsterdam to
1: Russia. What you on about? <laughs> no. Hold <laughs> so so on a minute. So, Belgium to uh, Czech, right?
2: So no. So I actually travelled to, to Bayern
0: Munich. That one, yeah. And you're going for that one? Victoria. I to Amsterdam.
1: Amsterdam to 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 Amsterdam to Munich. Yeah. Holland and that's nice Germany.
0: Germany. No, 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 no. That's not Russia. Oh, what, what you my, said it now? <laughs> no, no, no. Let me take that back. You can't let let me take that back. back. I took a coach on a coach trip for, from Amsterdam to Germany yeah, exactly. so I know it's not that bad As I'll right go for the said. other one let me go for the other one you can't just change your you mind help me out. No, I'll go. is it first answer? no uh, I don't know well, I'm mark, going for the master Mark Yeah. yeah. Right I'm going thing. for the second choice
1: you don't even know what the other two teams are come on Mark take your point away <laughs> this is ridiculous
2: alright well <laughs> terrible rules yeah I don't know if it's the rules he, he did actually name a, f- a fixture that wasn't on my list <laughs> <laughs> I did talk I did for it I wish I talk about M- Munich no the thing is I was talking <laughs> for right. it like you
0: said and you, and you just <laughs> alright from out. now
2: on I'll ask final answer so I'll accept that oh, nice. one point thank you
0: Chris name me the other teams uh, what other the teams he said Victoria Pleasant and and uh, Roma oh we oh, <laughs> got lucky there oh we got lucky there <laughs> alright
2: you're set two yeah, so I put. I'm glad you put set B. Um, Why? So club
1: Bruges travelled
2: yeah. to Atletico Madrid. Yeah, and young boys travelled to Juventus.
1: Um, so did so U- Switzerland to Italy, or what was the first one club Bruges to so Atletico? Belgium to Spain. Oh, it's got to be the first one was further Belgium to Spain. Belgium to Spain is further. 2-2. Two, two. Boom.
2: You're a lot better at this than I thought. Well, Chris is terrible at this. He's just got given a free point.
0: I've got it right. I anyway, told you where they were as well. Go.
2: So the gaps now will get a bit closer. So, all right. So, Chris, third question. So... Oh, uh, this is their real name. But Red Star Belgrade travelled to PSG and... Liverpool travelled to Napoli
0: hmm red star Belgrade to PSG and Liverpool to Napoli the problem is uh, I don't know where on the map Napoli is I'm, uh, I feel like I should know I'm going to go for uh, Liverpool Napoli oh, well. correct Just yeah. put, it down the down is down the bottom Liverpool's right, yeah. at the top of UK yeah, Liga, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. That's a
2: good
0: shot. I want to say South, but I, I okay. didn't want to be so bold. Yeah.
2: All right, Danny. So, Inter Milan travelled to PSV. <coughs> yeah. And Monaco travelled to Borussia Dortmund.
1: Italy to Holland. My gut feeling is because Monaco is quite low down on the south coast. My gut feeling is it's going to be that game, so the Monaco game. Correct.
2: We're all 3 free. Not a single question wrong.
1: Other than Chris's first one.
2: <laughs> there is. All right, Chris, your last last fixture. So, Shakhtar Donetsk travelled to Leon, and Man City travelled to Hoffenheim. Shakhtar Donetsk to Leon. Leon. Manchester City to Hoffenheim. So did Shakhtar. Travel further than Man City, or did Man City travel
0: further than Shakhtar? Is Shakhtar
1: the Nest
0: Turkey? Yeah, don't tell him anything. Uh, <laughs> Shacht- what was the second one again? Sorry,
2: uh, so did Shakhtar the Nest travel to is Shakhtar the Nest to Leon further than Man City to Hoffenheim, or is Man City to Hoffenheim
0: further than Shakhtar the Nest to Leon? I'm gonna go for. Manchester City to Hoffenheim oh. in from Ukraine ah. ah so Danny you could win it here
1: <laughs> um, I thought that was a fairly easy question because yeah. you didn't know it was Ukraine I
2: guess
1: no I don't know why I thought it was 30.
2: so Tomatsky. see I uh, this is probably I think the toughest one oh, so far. Good. so Benfica travelled to AEK Athens wonder where that is and under the sea that <laughs> <laughs> <sad. laughs> Schalke travelled to Locomotive Moscow. So, did Schalke travel further to Locomotive Moscow than Benfica did to Athens, or did Benfica travel further
1: to I Athens? actually think that Benfica is going to be further because they're pretty far top left of Portugal, and Athens is sort of right of Greece, and then you've got um, Moscow tends is the left side of Russia, isn't it? And Shark is the right side of Germany. So I'm going to go for go for it and go for the uh, Portugal. From Benfica travelled further.
2: And this week's winner is Danny. Hey. <laughs>
0: yes, Chris loses again. Ah, oh, at least they have got some points on the board. What yeah, was, that was a was close the, game. What was the tiebreaker? Out of
1: interest, was it an interesting one? Uh, it was Guest just the distance.
0: Yeah, so it was going to say
2: um, Real Madrid to Moscow was the furthest distance at. roughly 3,900 kilometers Juventus versus young boys was the shortest distance of all the fixtures to the closest 50 I'd have allowed to the closest 50 can you guess how many
1: kilometers it is from Juventus so from Turin to Switzerland yeah uh 350 350. isn't it I was gonna go like 200
0: it's 334 oh. kilometers. <laughs> oh, if he had got oh. it wrong, oh. this oh. would have won the Never time There you go. All right, front three, back four. Um, Danny, do you want to go first?
1: Sure. Um, although I'll probably end up having a rant about it. I'm not going to, because i haven't got the time. In my back four this week, I asked him Villa. Because, don't know if you know, they sacked Steve Bruce after just over a year in charge. Steve Bruce, who took, him out, took over last year when they were in turmoil, took him all the way to the... to one goal away from getting promoted and they're less they're four points off the um playoffs at the moment there's about five points between like fifth and 18th in the championship they've won i think it's four in 12 and so they've decided to get rid of him and who are they going to bring in probably Thierry Henry which for me to take Thierry Henry into the championship to get Villa up when Steve they think Steve Bruce can't do it is nonsense so Aston Villa are going to struggle this season because they got rid of Steve Bruce and they're stupid and they're in my back foot.
0: Maybe he can be player manager.
1: I mean, then they'd have a chance. I know, I actually think Terry might be player manager. Terry I think. Terry Henry? Uh, no, no, there's going to be Thierry Henry <laughs> and John Terry. Uh, I they reckon John Terry's going to um, retire and say he's. Uh, player. player. Yeah, player. Well, not player, just coach. Right. it would be like right hand man to Thierry Henry. Which might make a bit of sense, might give them a chance. Well,
2: but... One of the Premiership's greatest defenders and one of the Premiership's yeah, greatest strikers. exactly. They've never played Could in the championship.
1: They've never played in the championship. Anyway, ridiculous. So in my back four is Aston Villa. Okay, front three. In my front three this week is the WWE. So I don't know if you guys saw or I also what... did. Big fan. Um, <laughs> was what was it? Legit. No. no. Um, I, 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 it. It. I haven't watched okay. it in years, but obviously we all grew up. Do, doing all the moves in the playground, obviously State loved it. Called we, the man. Yeah, it. Loved it. Um, so this weekend in Australia at WrestleMania they had the, the main event was Triple H, who by the way looks amazing still, and The Undertaker. Mm. That was the big fight. Yeah. Yeah. I would just say it wasn't WrestleMania. But It was called WrestleMania. It was called the Show something Showdown if you because uh, I watched it. Yeah, I watched yeah, the yeah. it's about half an hour and if you get half an hour Please watch it. It is the most entertaining half an hour ever because it was like I was 14 again. Everything was exactly as you expected. The big intros, uh, every single big move you can imagine. Kane knocks out the ref. Uh, Undertaker, Undertaker knocks out the ref. Then Shawn Michaels comes out swing chip musics him. Then Kane, who by the way is the mayor of Tennessee, he comes out and he's had too many pies. He comes out and then he chokes like Triple H through the commentator's table. It's just epic. It's absolutely brilliant. Triple H one with a pedigree. And uh, then they all they all stood in the middle, put their arms up, like all cheering with each other. And then came the Undertaker, battered them both <laughs> again, and walked off. It was absolutely brilliant. You can't game. buy a win, can he? He keeps coming <laughs> back for cameo appearances and losing. <laughs> it, was uh, it was excellent. It was reminded me of being fourteen again. It was right. brilliant. Yeah, I huh. saw
2: that because the schedule overrun, and I think and Peppa Big came one. <laughs> <laughs> I think that uh, the Miz versus Daniel Bryans, I think they had to shorten. And the entrances was longer than the actual match. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> so the
1: Triple H entrance and the Undertaker entrance were ridiculously long. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was laughing thinking the boxing ones, but that was that was long.
0: Mark, do you wanna go?
2: Yeah, I can do. So my back four is uh, Thomas Cook. Ooh. They've uh, announced that this will be the last year that they offer club eighteen to thirty. Oh,
0: so, poor one out. How, yeah. com- how convenient <laughs> for us. Yeah, as, <laughs> as we turn thirty,
1: traders just. <laughs> <18 to laughs> we were it? uh
2: they they ju- they just came out and said it doesn't fit with their portfolio anymore but for some of us in our young 20s they were some of the best oh, best yeah. holidays we really had done. some great times <laughs> yeah. in magalu oh, so okay. it's just sad that uh, there's this pres- pr- probably that is pressure probably pressure of something that
1: why is that sad people because i'm sure all the, there's other companies now that basically do those kind but of things. 18 to fr- not, like even if you didn't go on an did.
2: 18 to 30 holiday you there was some 38-year-olds on there, mate. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> there were. Us in a few years. <laughs> so, yeah. But yeah, I just Very thought nice. it was quite sad, and I was like, oh, oh, I everyone should go on at least one in their life. Yeah. Uh, I, I actually had two in my front three. Go for only got um, time for one. No. So one came in today, Mo Farah, won his first marathon today. He uh, won the Chicago marathon. And um, his training was... Uh, Hampered because in July, doing a training run in Switzerland, a dog came out and bit him on the ass. Really? <laughs> wow. I didn't know that. That's amazing.
1: <laughs> but what that does tell me is my uncle did not win the Chicago Marathon. Apparently, I haven't spoken to him yet, but I knew he did it. So oh, turns okay. out he didn't win.
2: Oh, hopefully, he came second. <laughs> yeah, you no, never know. No shame in Lu- coming second know. to Mo. Yeah. <laughs> so so uh, yeah, so Mo Farah. The other one is a Sheffield Wednesday player called Adam Reach. Yeah, so Adam, Reach. Adam Reach is not a great goal scorer, but a scorer of great goals. And he had two goals this week, which could be goal of the season. And the one against Leeds, which I think was Wednesday's fixture. Yeah. Um it that's definitely worth checking really? out. It's like there were some
1: seriously good goals this week.
2: Yeah, so Adam Reach's goal, balls bouncing like sort of on the throw on the side, bouncing, really high bounce, volleys it where it loops up. Looks like it's not nowhere near going in. All the Leeds fans are like,
1: wayyyy! Hits the post
2: and goes in. It's like... Amazing. Yeah. Well,
1: Sheffield United are now top of the league. So, they're doing something right. All right. but well, this was Sheffield Wednesday. But... Oh, right. I thought <laughs> Sheffield United. Okay, That's fair it. enough. Yeah. That's it. Was it better than Sigerson's?
2: The Leeds one is quality. The yeah. fact that the, he hits it, it looks like the ball could go anywhere. The keeper's just looking and it hits the post oh, and goes in. It's, for, it probably could be goal of the Push-get season. Push
0: towards? Awards?
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, not not as good as my
0: son's yeah. goal against Everton.
2: Yeah, it's close.
0: <laughs> uh, in my back four this week is Disney again. Yeah, they were in my front three. three last <laughs> week. Yeah, I'm pickled like that. Uh, Mi- <laughs> he didn't like the rework. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've seen it now. Um, uh, they're in my back four this week because uh, Mickey Mouse is being expelled from Egyptian schools. Uh, Mickey Mouse, along with uh, some of his other characters from Disney, um in their younger preschools and stuff like that, you know, they have pictures up of, of uh, Mickey Mouse and the like on their walls and imaging-wise. They're going to take them down because of... Um, they asked the question, do our children deserve this? Uh, well, I don't understand. They need to replace pictures of Mickey Mouse and Donald Duck with images of famous Egyptians and military martyrs so that children will look up to them as role models. The These wow. characters are US-made, whereas we have our own noble Figures who can deepen children's patriotism and love of our country says Ala Abdul Halim Mohamed Mazouk. <laughs> Don't know who he is, but great name.
1: I'm um, confused. That's not really Disney's fault. You're basically telling the government of Egypt are in your back for,
0: not Disney. Well, I didn't want to. Put it that way, <laughs> yeah. but ugh, Jesus Christ, you know. <laughs> let's, let's not try and be controversial here. Big Chris's views are views of his own, not views which are
1: reflected <laughs> yeah. by all talk FC. Yeah. <laughs> seen, we'll put I've... a
0: disclaimer on the uh, <laughs> yeah. on the upload? Yeah. <laughs> in my um, in my front free this week, um, hearkening back to the UFC is Derek Lewis. Um, oh what a, what an interview! Derek Lewis. <laughs> yeah, Derek Lewis is. Um, uh, heavyweight he's called the black beast and he was he was losing that fight uh, oh. he was <laughs> he losing it. It. yeah <laughs> he, was he was getting battered but uh in the in the um the final round in the third <laughs> round the uh, fourth and uh, four minutes and 49 seconds just ripped a right hand from hell and just knocked out vulcan uh what's his name i can't remember knocked out the russian guy <laughs> yeah. in devastating fashion mm-hmm. and then went on to take off his shorts <laughs> what?! <laughs> Joe Rogan asked him why he had did that, and this is what he said. I'm here with the winner,
2: Derek Lewis. Derek, why'd you take your pants off? My balls was hot. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> that was one of the best interviews you'll hear. He was, uh, he was like, I oh, forgot Donald Trump phoned me to tell me to knock this russian out because they
0: made us look bad in the press yeah he's honestly after every interview when he's won a fight he's just um Amazing. he's a classic every time Amen. um and next week uh, hopefully in the next week or so like he asked he's going to be on the joe rogan podcast which i'm yeah, looking yeah. forward to because i listen to that all the time and um i've got, have it on good authority if you're an instagram follower that he's probably one of the best instagram followers to go, uh, follows to go on I, so. I,
2: after seeing his interview I was it's so funny he asked him uh, D- now that with this win you're in the top like three are you going to go for the title and he was like shit <laughs> I ain't got cardio to go for the title <laughs> I <I'm trying> had <laughs> to sit my ass down why you going to but yeah no, he, um, he's, he's
0: quality he's fun and um, I'm a fan of his I was glad to see him about to lose but I'm happy that he won in the end of the day
1: Sorry, I've just i just noticed on my phone, former England Chelsea captain John Terry has announced his retirement from football.
0: Wow, breaking news. I literally breaking just said on it. The pod, I literally just the said that it. Is Let's see if we outrageous.
2: can get him on the phone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Look, we are the how's first to report this. Oh, that, yeah. that a
0: prediction? Wow. Oh, wow. Um, why? Um, fantasy, the uh, fantasy team, you guys lost again. Fantasy team. Oh, Actually, I we all the
1: got week. beat by your talk team this this week. Thanks to my wonderful sub- uh, substitution last week and bringing in uh, or transfer, bringing in Hazard and um, captaining him.
0: Um, yeah. So you know you all not- talk FC team stay the same. Is that how it goes? <laughs> no. Uh, no, nah. no, 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 nah, no so I won again. Danny won again. Uh, beat uh, he beat me by three points. A win beat is a win.
1: Um, so I was looking at it earlier. I've already decided what my sub is going to be. And this week, I'm taking out Jan Vertonghen, because he's out for a few weeks with a torn hamstring. And he's very expensive, and we need some money in the bank. So So I'm putting in Doherty, Matt Doherty from Wolves, who, if you haven't watched him play, is absolutely fantastic. And if you look at his points, the guy has scored 12, 12 and 15 in the last four weeks. Unbelievable. He gets assists almost every game. I love watching him play. He's in the team.
0: Done. Wonderful.
1: they got a home game against Watford. They're keeping clean sheets. He's in the
0: team. Uh, Results (laughs) League. Uh, So, who we got? Go on, Mark. Read it out. So, I went for Southampton to beat Chelsea,
2: which they were quite unlucky. (laughs) Unlucky to get whitewashed and destroyed. Yeah. Yeah. So, zero points for me.
1: Yeah.
2: Danny, you... Obvious choice, went for Spurs to beat Cardiff 3-0, so you can get a point. Wonderful. And Chris, you did Man City to beat Liverpool 3-1. Damn you, Marez. You could have got a point had that penalty gone in. So, let's have a look. As the league stands, it's joint at the top with four points each,
0: you two, and I'm on two. Very, very, very last wonderful this is a low
1: scoring game
0: it's, we're not doing very good we need to figure this stuff out right um, go on who wants to go first shall I go first yeah um, I'm looking at the table. I'm looking at the fixtures for the next game week and only because I'm going to the Arsenal Leicester City game I'm going to pick Arsenal to beat Leicester City uh, I'm going to say 3-0 ooh go for a clean sheet like the did, you, say. did you watch
1: Arsenal today you can't even keep a clean sheet when they're destroying yes teams. but they will now Okay. Um, I am going to pick. I have to. I don't want to do this, but I have to do this. We all have to pick a team to lose at some point in the season. And are you going Huddersfield to be Liverpool? No. <laughs> Surprisingly not. Uh, what I am going to do. So Chelsea and Man United is the early Saturday morning game, which is normally terrible. You never go for the early kickoff. Never. And it's probably going to be 0-0 because it's Mourinho going to a big team. But I just think. Uh, with everything that's going on um, Chelsea are going to beat Man United and I'm going to say 1-0 and there's my Man United to lose done and Mark and I
2: am going to... let's have a look who we got let's talk through the rest of the fixtures so we've got Bournemouth Southampton South Coast Derby I've done Bournemouth to win um, I've used all my Southamptons now so I could do Bournemouth again. Cardiff v Fulham. I've not done Cardiff to win yet. So I am. I'm going to pick Cardiff to beat Fulham. That's a big
1: move. I was thinking that one.
2: And That's I am. Move. Fulham tend to score goals, so I'll give them a one. But Cardiff are going to win, so I have to give them more than one. So I'll go two. because <laughs> <It's> <Hey, laughs> <you know> they <laughs> haven't <laughs> scored more than one in a game yet. <laughs> but they've not played Fulham yet. That's true. So, uh, That's true. They love conceding
0: goals. I'm going two one alright there we go next week international football's back we're going to be talking through some of that if we've seen the games (laughs) if not we won't turn up. if not we'll find something else to talk about but um, this was a long one but a good one yeah see you next week there's no UFC next week week, so it might be shorter hopefully there might be some golf (laughs) it might be you never know big fans big fans (laughs) alright bye bye